0: ask Aubrey is supported by Eliza and wild Eliza and wild creates all natural high potency CBD products designed to give you targeted everyday self-care inside and out their ingestible and topical CBD products are consciously designed with all natural and intentionally sourced ingredients and fully recyclable packaging so it's good for you and for the earth and y'all eliza and wild literally does not have a single product that i don't love i have them all and everything smells and tastes incredible and is made with ingredients that i can feel good about putting on and in my body i take the cbd and mct oil drops daily and they help me to really keep my anxiety and my tension under control and they also have a line of amazing cbd topical products including this lip balm that I am truly obsessed with. And like, did you know that CBD actually has anti-inflammatory properties when you apply it directly to your skin? Because I didn't until I started to use this lip balm, and it is changing my life. And also it smells amazing, which we all know is really important. And I know that you're going to love these products just as much as I do. So when you grab yours at ElizaAndWild.com, you can use the promo code Aubrey15 at checkout for 15% off your order. That's ElizaAndWild.com, E-L-I-Z-A-A-N-D-W-Y-L-D.com. And make sure to use code Aubrey15, that's A-U-B-R-E-E-1-5, for 15% off. Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey babes, welcome to this week's episode. I want to talk about something that, as I look at the last year of my life, has really changed a lot of shit for me, has really made a difference in the way that I live my life from day to day and the way that I feel, you know, in my life, in my body. You know, my experience with stress, the way I experience joy, the way that I think. It's really changed a lot of that. And so, you know, that thing that I want to talk about is just sort of the concept of ritual. And, you know, when I think about the word ritual, which is not a new vocabulary word for me, just to be clear, um, is a word that I, of course, had heard before, uh, but, you know, I... (laughs) if i'm not thinking of the brand of multivitamins which are really good by the way um and not in any way sponsored by them i just really like them so ritual vitamins check them out but you know if it doesn't make me think of that ritual makes me think second of like religious ceremonies and things that are v- very elaborate very fancy often spiritual you know maybe like super culturally significant Nothing that I would be doing kind of in my day-to-day life, right? There's this this element of distance that I felt from that term. And this, you know, I never thought to myself, oh, what are my rituals that I experience? Um, that just wasn't a thing for me, um, really, until, honestly, COVID. And you know, I I don't want to do the thing that I feel like sounds so goofy and say like, you know, with everything going on in the last year, um, but at the same time, with everything going on in the last year, with, you know, a lot of us drastically changing the way that we have lived our day-to-day life, um, you know, it's caused some reevaluation of things. It has meant having to sort of shift our routines and our rhythms. And, you know, for me that has meant needing to reevaluate those things and create new routines and rhythms because I am somebody who, um, I don't know if you knew this about me, really thrives on having a routine and really thrives on, you know, having some degree of control. (laughs) And so, you know, when suddenly in March of 2020, Things kind of came to a screeching halt and suddenly my, you know, everyday routine and the things that I stayed anchored in weren't there anymore. It became really important for me to find ways to create intentional rhythms and routines and at a certain point rituals in my life. And I, you know, I use those three words, not interchangeably, because they mean different things, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, But they all kind of fall under the same umbrella for me, which is that they are words that begin with the letter R, and are really important to have in your life, I believe, no matter who you are. Um, And especially for someone like me, who really thrives on that sense of stability, and to some extent, control, which is, that's my own thing to work, to work out, y'all, that's, Fully about me. Um, but all that is to say, you know, I have leaned into this in a way that has been so important for me and has been life changing. And it's something that I now talk a lot about with my clients, whether it's my individual clients, um, sometimes group coaching clients. They're, you know, this is something that everybody, I think, can benefit from in some way. And so, you know, when we talk about ritual and why it's so important. I think the number one thing that I think about, and again this speaks to, you know, what I need in my life to feel good and feel safe and secure, is that ritual keeps us anchored in something. Ritual keeps us anchored in something. And this is this is something that necessarily isn't necessarily the past one year, but the past three years since I became a mom, I have really, I've had a new kind of understanding for the importance of routine and predictability in life. Um, And not only, I think this is true for, you know, kids across the board, but, you know, as a foster parent and, you know, working with and, you know, parenting kids who have been through a lot of transition, have had a lot of unpredictability, having routine and having predictability and stability is absolutely game-changing for children. And, you know, this is something that I feel like I like heard constantly through foster parent training or anybody who ever talked to me about parenting and was like, "Oh, the routine got messed up and so everything went to shit." And I heard it and it went in one ear out the other like, "Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever." But then like seeing with my kids the difference that having a routine made for them, which is enormous. And seeing how important it was to them to sort of feel this sense of predictability, of knowing what's going to come next because it's in the routine, really was eye-opening for me and also helped me to see that, you know, I'm in many ways just a large kid. Like, yes, I'm an adult and I have my years of wisdom and lived experience and all of that. But at the same time, I'm still a human who really benefits from and, gains a sense of safety and security and, you know, stress reduction from a sense of routine and rhythm. And as an adult, it might not be the same thing as it is for kids where I know that every night at bedtime, you know, somebody is going to tell me to put pajamas on at this time and then they're going to read me a bedtime story at this time. They're going to sing me two songs at this time and then turn the lights off and kiss me goodnight and tuck me in and be done. And that if that gets thrown off, then the whole bedtime routine is ruined. It's not quite that. But What's interesting is that I, in seeing that for my kids, what it has helped me to do and what it it has become really important in the last year is to see how having that predictability, having those kind of same general things that happen and seeing how that cues your brain, to sort of wind down at that time means that I too now have a bedtime ritual. You know, I too have things that, you know, there's a little more flexibility for me because I, you know, am a grown-up. I'm able to see that, you know, something isn't necessarily awry because I don't turn my humidifier on at a certain exact time. But that, you know, if I change any element of the routine, it is a little bit destabilizing. Because our brains kind of can get attached to the steps of the routine and use those things as cues, right? And, you know, I think what's really interesting is I use I use this word routine and rhythm interchangeably because I think that... Routine, rhythm, ritual, they're all they're all connected to each other, but they they cue this sense of rhythm. I think that's why, for me, rhythm is so connected is because when I have a ritual, when I have a routine, it creates a rhythm in my brain. So I know that when I start to take certain actions, oh, we're headed towards bedtime. It's time to wind down. I really believe this and I feel this in how my body responds to me putting intention behind performing certain rituals and routines on a consistent basis and that it also is comforting a lot of my bedtime rituals are comforting things it's like you know putting lavender and chamomile and eucalyptus in an essential oil diffuser that is you know above our bed and you know put that on a couple minutes before bed so that when i lie down that is the the scent experience things that are truly comforting and giving comfort and you know a pleasurable experience and also are connected to the act of my body winding down for sleep and so ritual and routine then creates a rhythm it cues and prompts a rhythm for me emotionally and also physically in my body and then when i think about using the words routine and ritual interchangeably that's actually an interesting one because you know, I, what you hear with kids is that routine is important. That's the thing that's important is having a routine or having consistency, right, in the routine, but things that are going to happen at a certain time over and over again predictably. And the difference, actually the key difference between routine and ritual is that a ritual, a routine is just something that, that happens and it happens at a certain time and all of that. Um, but not necessarily with anything behind it. It just it just does. And you can kind of go through the motions with a routine. And that's fine. With a ritual, there is something deeper behind it in terms of meaning. And that doesn't necessarily have to mean, I think, you know, there are certainly rituals that are related to like a religion or a faith or whatever the case may be, or like deeply connected to a cultural practice, right? And that certainly, those are still rituals, of course. But what I'm talking about is like really the kind of everyday stuff that still has deep meaning. And so, you know, I think, I think routine doesn't mean it has no meaning. I, I, so that's why I use them interchangeably. I think a routine can have a meaning. It can also just be meaningless and you can be going through the motions. But a ritual has meaning. And so I think the other thing that ritual does is it, it helps us create those meaningful moments in our every day. It helps us create these these meaningful moments in our everyday. And that doesn't have to be some ceremonial thing, right? It doesn't have to be some big elaborate show of something. It doesn't have to be stuff that's like super expensive. It doesn't have to be stuff that involves a lot of people, right? Like it can be the really mundane shit that you do in your day to day. But having it be a ritual is about having it mean something, right? And so if we think about, you know, again, using my routine as an example, you know, my nighttime routine is a lot of these sort of seemingly very boring tasks, right? Things that, you know, I would have to do anyway as a routine for some of them, um, but they have meaning for me. So, you know, one of the things I do at bedtime is I'm the last person to sleep in my house every night consistently. And so I kind of go around and tidy up the apartment. And I could think about that as like, oh, this is just something that has to get done and like whatever, I just do it, right? But one, that automatically changes the energy toward what I'm doing, which then is going to make it feel like a shitty chore, which I am not a fan of because I, if I feel like it's a shitty chore, I A, won't do it or I'll feel like shit while I'm doing it. So I'm all about the mindset shift there. Um, but I actually like to think about that as doing – Future me a favor, doing a kindness to mourning Aubrey, who is not her best self. Um, Your girl is not a mourning person. And, you know, I'm doing her a favor by ensuring that she is not waking up to a messy house, that she's not waking up to clutter, that she's not waking up to, you know, someone's dish out on the dining room table or, you know, a bunch of dirty clothes left out or whatever the case may be. So there's meaning for me and meaning that can you know help me to you know want to continue repeating that and also you know have that be something that is providing a benefit right i think about my skincare routine which is very much probably of all of these things is the thing that is is biggest the biggest ritual for me and you know because it my skincare routine one i'm like i'm very very into my face, my makeup, my skin, all of those things. And so there's that piece of it. But, you know, my skincare routine is something that is an act of self-care that I do on a consistent basis. It's something that, you know, I invest money in, I invest time in, and is literally an act of love toward myself where I am, like, massaging my own face, right? I am using products that are made by someone who, and this is maybe, maybe unique to me, but they're products that are made by someone I care about and that I've developed a relationship with and I know where they're sourced from, right? Like they are products that are beautiful, like to look at, that smell amazing. It's an act of self-love. It's a it's a ritual that has meaning to me. It's not just, oh, I got to wash my face, whatever, right? Something else I do at at bedtime or a little before bedtime is... I kind of, uh, this is pretty recent, actually, this has not been the whole past year. Um, this has been since we moved into our new apartment, is that I will, you know, I notice myself having a lot of like pent up kinetic energy in my body at the end of the day. So I will put on my big noise canceling headphones. And I will just like blast my um, dance out your sads playlist, this playlist of like, feel good bops, like the music that you can't, help but dance too, and literally just dance around my apartment silently but with this music in my ears and that's not I mean that's the one that is the least of all like oh I just I'm doing this because I have to because I I don't have to dance around my apartment but it's also an act of self-care it's sort of releasing some of that energy from my body right it's you know having that moment of I'm not somebody who dances in front of people fun fact um occasionally in front of my wife or my kids but I you know don't like to dance in front of people and so it's taking that time that it's just me awake and no one else is around to kind of like really embrace that and have fun you know in my own skin and that's something that has incredible meaning right and we have these small moments of meaning in our days and that's that's what I mean when I talk about ritual that It's beyond the routine of just the shit we have to do just because, but it's the stuff that it might be an everyday thing, it might seem boring, it might not be fancy, but it means something. And because, you know, it has to mean something to you, right, that also means that rituals are deeply individual and personal. They are deeply individual and personal. And so What I'm not going to do is tell you, okay, so here's, this is the morning routine you have to have. This is what your rituals need to be. You need to get up at five and make a green smoothie and meditate for 30 minutes. I can't even get through this shit without laughing because, and it's, if I don't want to be unkind, if that's what you do, if that's your morning routine, I'm so fucking happy for you. It's amazing. And also that doesn't work for everybody because that doesn't have meaning for everyone, right? That doesn't doesn't inspire everyone to feel amazing, right? So I can't tell you what your rituals should be or what routines you should implement. So and also I'm sorry if you if you came to this episode thinking I was gonna like outline a 10-point morning routine to feel amazing. But if you're listening to this and you're thinking, okay, I I'm on board. I like the idea of rituals. Um, but you know, I'm I'm struggling to think of like what are my what are my things that I want to create rituals around, or what are my routines that I want to translate into rituals with a little more intention and meaning. And you're coming up blank, um, or like I don't have anything. I want to challenge you, and I actually want you to do a little thought experiment with me. So I want you to think about the one thing in your day. That if you do not do that thing every day it will absolutely fuck up your day so the one thing in your day that if you do not do it it can send your whole day off the rails and i'm i believe that everyone has this thing right no matter how seemingly small it is everyone has this thing for me it is my coffee like i have literally in recent history have told a friend of mine like oh my god I'm having a shitty day and, and like had no idea why not been able to figure out why and realized that I never drank coffee that day and that's why I mean that's why my day went off the rails and of course it's I'm you know this is not to like blame coffee on my day going to shit right but seeing that I had missed kind of a piece of my day that is important to me and it feels important to name that my coffee ritual is not just about the like drinking of the beverage it certainly is that i i do have quite the dependence on coffee just um to own that completely but also there is the piece where you know it wasn't just getting the coffee at that point in time in my life i would leave my apartment walk a mile to the coffee shop that was my favorite coffee shop in my neighborhood Procure the coffee that was, is my favorite iced coffee in the entire world, and then walk back home with said coffee, all the while listening to music, listening to podcasts, maybe talking to a friend on the phone. But like, there's a whole experience around that. And in the days when I miss that experience, because I've created a ritual around it, it's so important to me, I feel that when it doesn't happen, right? Right. But what that also means, conversely, is I am feeling such a benefit from it when it is incorporated into my day, right? I'm getting out into the world and walking. I'm getting coffee that is bringing me just like a surge of joy in the middle of my morning, you know, potentially getting to connect with someone that I care about during that time. So, you know, I think everybody has something like that. And maybe it doesn't look exactly like that. Maybe it's, it's, you know brushing your teeth as soon as you get out of bed. I have um, I have a friend who makes her bed every single day, and that's like very important to her. So, you know, maybe for her it's that. It's the ritual of making her bed. It can be literally anything, but I want you to think about that what that thing is for you because that's a ritual. And maybe you don't fully think of it that way yet, or, you know, maybe it's something that right now is a routine because it's something that you do consistently and that you know maybe there's not a lot of intentionality behind it or a whole lot of explicit meaning behind it for you right but it's it's something that you're doing consistently and that has consequences when you take it away there is some attachment to it and it's likely that even subconsciously there is some meaning there you know something something like that does and it does have meaning for you even if that meaning is just this thing gives me the right energy for my day to proceed right you may not think about making your bed that way, but, you know, there is meaning underneath that for you if you take it away and you feel a little thrown off. And that's because rituals are important. That's that's going back to that, keeping you anchored, right? And it doesn't have to be fancy to be important. It doesn't. It's I literally, one of my rituals is that I like to have my coffee in the morning and go sit on my couch and put down my phone for like a couple of minutes and look out the window. That shit is not fancy. I'm usually in yoga pants and maybe sweaty from, you know, riding my stationary bike and like my kids are in the background sometimes screaming and, you know, my dog is in the room farting and like there's all those things around me. But there is that moment of I'm doing this thing that I do with consistency, that I do with intention that is magical. It can be super simple, super unsexy. And still there is something in it that is magic. Because the part of that that makes it a ritual is that it means something to you. That there's intention behind it and that that alone is nourishing. And so I never want you to feel bad about prioritizing those things in your life. Whatever they are. The things that create rhythm for you, that anchor you in the present, right? The things that help you to feel... Like you're having meaningful moments in your everyday life that can, you know, everyday life can feel boring. It can feel flat. And rituals create meaning, right? Or things that are deeply personal to you that maybe don't fucking matter to anybody else, but they matter a lot to you. Those things matter. And I believe that you deserve to have a whole set of those things because they also give you something to look forward to. Right These are things that help us feel hopeful, that help us feel forward motion, that help us feel optimism, excitement. It gives you something to look forward to. It creates small moments and ways for you throughout your day to just love on yourself. And that's why I think rituals are so important. They let us love ourselves really well. They let us find meaning and stuff that maybe to other people, doesn't feel particularly meaningful but we know that it is right and there is just not a single solitary thing wrong with that thank you so much for listening to this episode if you loved it please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform leave a rating or a review and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson, and I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty bad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.